Hello guys, good morning. How we doing? Yes, yes, I know, I know what you're thinking already. <clears throat> What's going on with the voice? Actually, for a couple of days now, I've been battling with, you know, sore throats that <laughs> sort of escalated to this chorus voice that you're hearing this morning. But I just felt like it, it's, it's something I can still do. So I apologize if, um, however it is that you're hearing it this morning, if it doesn't really come out as um, good as it should be. But thank you once again for, should I say tuning in? <laughs> so yeah, so for tuning in, you know, and um, I wouldn't be doing us a great um service if I don't refer to the last episode um, that was shared on last Monday and that's about Enoch you know the life and story and lessons learned from his life you know the life of um, the general overseer of the redeemed Christian Church of God you know in the person of um, Enoch Adijari Adiboye um, the feedback that I got was mixed and uh, mainly because quite a number of people hadn't seen the movie as a matter of fact most people who came back to me were like oh so it was because of the podcast you know that spurred them to go see the movie and um so i got a lot of well i can't really say i've not seen it i'll probably see it how did it go you know, so most people are like, I didn't see it, oh, but whatever it is that you said, when I eventually see the movie, then I'll be able to, to comment. But very other few people who have seen it, you know, sort of shared their voices and also said, oh, yeah. And some even went ahead to say, well, you didn't see this. I actually did see this, you know, and that's the essence of my podcast. Yes, it's my view on certain topics, but feedback is always appreciated any day any time right so i hope you guys are fine i think i said that earlier and welcome back to uncle mike speaks um this is a pod- podcast where i tend to you know share and lend my voices to certain topics and you have, of course you either learn from it or you also teach me and you know tell me what you think Today, I'm going towards a topic that trended in my own personal space. I'm sure it didn't trend nationwide or worldwide, but it trended in my personal space and it's about cheating. You know, we got talking, myself and a couple of very enlightened friends and, you know, the topic of cheating came to play and where we sort of ended was, why do people who happen to be in seemingly happy relationships still cheat and of course people had different reasons you know some said this or that but I decided let me do this on my podcast and hear what people would like to say uh, first of all I, I'd like to say that um, the debate on who cheats more men or women 
is a bit stale and is really one thing that can be concluded if not for how things have changed and gone awry in the world it will literally take one man and one woman to cheat so if we are to go by that theory then I think it's, it's normal to say that no gender cheats more than the other since it takes one man and one woman to cheat but again things have gone a bit odd in the world so a whole lot of nasty associations and the likes have occurred but that's not what we're here to talk about today another thing i found out in my research is that cheating is quite diverse you know that cheating can be online cheating can be verbal cheating can obviously be physical cheating comes in different kinds of ways so it's very it's very funny that some of us might say we don't cheat but after going through the kinds of cheating that exist you might realize that at one time or the other you've actually cheated on your significant order so there are different kinds of cheating and if there's different kind of cheating there's there's several kinds of cheaters you know there's there are people who cheat because they can right this kind of cheaters are the ones who enjoy the trail they like the fact that they get to do something and nobody gets to find out that excitement is like getting high on alcohol for some for this set of cheaters this is the reason why they cheat they are not necessarily unhappy but the thrill you know the ah i'm doing something i'm hiding you know and i'll use one analogy to explain this when we were being younger i'm sure you can relate when you would hide and go into your your mom's kitchen to steal meat you would realize that for some weird reason the meat that you play hanky panky hide open the door gently so that the door wouldn't make a sound and you pick one with no without no anyone seeing you that kind of meat that you have stolen feels like it's sweeter than the one that your mom hands over to you the reason why that happens is that there's a thrill and a feel attached to doing something behind the same eye of everybody so this kind of cheaters are the ones who you know they just like the thrill it's not like they hate their partners it's not like they don't they're not in love with their partners it's just something that they oh being caught and that side of cheaters these ones they're the ones that like to pursue that excitement they get from you know oh this girl i was want to see if you agree for me if she doesn't i'm going to ensure that she does that excitement of being chased is what they like so you realize that for some people when they were before they started dating or courting 
you know, the guy would always, every now and then, hello, hi, how you doing? I really like you, this, that, this, this, this. The moment the girl says yes, they lose interest. Not interest in the lady per se, but because the chase has ended, it feels like, oh, what is this for now? Oh, let me go after another chase. The second, or the third rather, kind of cheaters, these are the serial cheaters. They are born liars. Okay, they're not born liars. People actually learn to lie. So let me not say born liars. But these people, cheating for them, it's not just a thrill. It's not any kind of excitement. It's just that for them, it's the way of life. It's a culture. And these ones, the only remedy for them is for God to touch their hearts because for them, cheating is a culture. And those ones are the very, very bad ones. That like The ones that, man, if you fall into their hands as a lady or as a guy, there's literally nothing you can do except God touches their hearts. Number four kind of cheater. These ones are the revenge cheaters. So they've been hurt by by an old relationship. They've been hurt by someone they've been with before. And because of that, they decide, I'm going to do my own back. And there's nothing that's going to happen. I'm going to let him feel what exactly I felt when he hurt me. These ones, they need therapy. They need therapy. Therapy that will help them look above that. And you would you would wonder at times that why do people still stay in relationships that hurt them? And there's no better reason to ensure you do the right thing and let God help you in choosing a spouse. You know, because of the hurt that it causes later on. So this kind of cheaters. Yes, I might be able to not release, but I might understand where they are coming from. But you need to understand that it's really not the way to go because hot people, hot people. And even after you finish revenging and you go into a new relationship, that kind of attitude can still hurt the new relationship. So one needs to be very, very careful. So there are several other kinds of cheaters, but these four are the ones I, I think that we can work with this morning. So, now somebody has cheated. You don't, you're not going to a relationship with the mind to cheat. But this is a myth, and this is where a lot of people make mistakes. Most people think that the reason why their partners cheated on them is because they were either not good enough or there was something they must have done. Now, the problem is people who cheat will cheat irrespective of what you do or not do. Now, not to sound insensitive to the plight of people who cheated because of the inadequacies of of their spouses, 
yes that could happen but the reason why you are in a relationship with somebody the reason why you say you love somebody is because you have decided to be committed to that person knowing fully well that this person is not perfect no one is neither are you and that for every weakness that this person exhibits you would always cover up with their strengths but the problem is people go into relationships focusing on the supposed strengths and having a mindset that this person is perfect all the way so when the person does something that you know doesn't match your expectation the mindset of most people is to pack up and look for someone else Now this is the bad, you know, the bad part with some people who cheat. The fact that they are not happy with a relationship, but they don't want to break it off. They don't know how to break it off. They go ahead and cheat, and ensure that person, you know, their significant other notices, so that person can eventually end that relationship. It's wickedness to me. If you're not happy with something. Especially at the boarding stage, why not just leave rather than, you know? But again, the reason why you're in a relationship is that, especially in marriage, you know, for us, divorce is really not an option. So when you go into a relationship, you go into it with the mindset, you know, with all eyes open, that this person is not perfect, and I'm willing to accommodate their excesses and their weaknesses. You know, as long as I remind myself of the strengths and the advantages I derive from this person. Now, back to the talk of you not being the the the, the one at fault. What we should really do as people entering into a relationship is work on ourselves rather than thinking of what the other person would do. Because in retrospect, you really can't determine what the other person would do. You know, so you enter into a relationship, preparing yourself first of all, you know, and changing your mindset of what a relationship really is. What keeps a relationship is not love, it's commitment. And that commitment is not commitment of the other person, it's your own commitment to the cause of that relationship. Your commitment helps you, you know, to remind you that, see, this person, yes, I love the person, but what this person will get from me is total commitment to this cause. And that helps you. So I know the next question now is, so how do you avoid cheaters? Like I said, when God leads a man, you are bound to make the right decisions the steps of a righteous man those steps are ordered by god a lot of us go into relationships you know without consulting the one who is the originator of relationships and i know it sounds cliche but how many people really you know commit their so John into a relationship to the hands of God and say Lord please I don't know about this person 
I, of course, I know because I've seen, but I want you to lead me. If he is the right person for me or is she the right person for me, please let me know. Help me, you know. Please do not let it work if it's not, you know, things like that help you in retrospect. Aside from the fact that your steps are directed away from, you know, people who cheat, it helps you make concise, you know, decisions. One of the fruits of the spirit that I love so much is discerning of spirit. The able to the ability to to discern. So you're about entering into a relationship, and the spirit of God, you know, that, that is inside of you, helps you to discern if this person is right for you or not. But a lot of us don't go down that route. What we do most times is, oh, he's handsome, he's tall, she speaks very well, she's homely, oh, she can cook, she's very respectful. As good as those things are. It's very important that you lead, you know, and direct. Um, you you take everything to the hands of God and say, Lord, please, I need a spouse. Or I'm going on this journey on this date. Please help me. Let me see the things that are not visible to the eyes. You know, because people can actually hide. You'll be surprised that people can actually hide and change, especially when they need something. So the place of God cannot be removed. And in all of my podcasts, I try, I try as much as possible to make people know that one with God is majority. There's nothing, there's nothing that is too strange for God to handle. There's nothing that should be too vague for you to put into the hands of God. So even your relationship, even your toasting, you know, you should be able to say, Lord, I want to go ahead and toast this girl. I don't know if it's the right decision. Please open my eyes. Let me see whatever it is that is hiding. I'm not able to see. Please expose them so I'll be able to see them and make concise decisions and to discern. Discernment really is the ability to make good, good judgment. So, in relationship is very, very key. So, but what do you do when you found yourself in that relationship and your 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 spouse you're suspecting that person of cheating again? Another key thing not to do in relationship is not to be suspicious of everything. You know, this need to check their phones, this need to know where exactly they are going. At times, what it does to you is, is heighten a lot of rubbish, you know, a lot of nonsense. That's what it does, it heightens it. When you see things that are not supposed to be seen, you know, you begin to read meaning to everything. He hugs a colleague, oh, maybe that's the person. He goes outside to make a call. All those things, just you know, like the Yoruba say, Farabale, Fokwembale, because you just end up hurting yourself. That's the truth. But again, if you're not married, you're dating, and you're beginning to see signs that this person is a serial cheat or he's doing this or that, please leave. Nobody deserves a cheat in a relationship, it kills. You know, it kills. And no one should come out to a point to say, I mean, I know I will never cheat. You know, like I always say with some people I've been with, the secret to not sinning is doing the right things at the right time, being at the right place at the right time. You know, if you watch where it is that you go, you know, your relationships, your engagement, you're most likely not to, you know, meet people who, because the truth is, if you walk based on the beauty or the looks of your significant other, this is the reality of life. There's somebody out there 
that is finer than your husband. There's somebody out there that is finer than your wife. There's somebody out there that is a better cook than your wife. There's somebody out there that probably can hold the conversation better than your spouse. So you need to, first of all, realize that your spouse is special to you. But his specialty is not just, you know, like how some guys will say, oh, you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. That's an obvious lie because person they will go far past your wife. Person they will go right past your husband. But that being said, if you find yourself in a cheating relationship, unfortunately, if you are married, there's one person that you can take this case to. He's not fighting him. I think you should take it to God. The heart of kings is in the hands of God. Do you understand? But the secret to having a cheat-free relationship is to first of all understand what it means to be in a relationship understand that you this person you like the person yes but beauty is vague beauty is vain what keeps a relationship is not love oh i love the person butterflies in my tummy it's not that what keeps a relationship is having an understanding that i like this person and i'm committed to this relationship that what keeps you so when you see someone that is finer than your wife you tell yourself, well, I would have loved to pursue this, but well, I'm committed to somebody else. And you can't be committed to two people. So I don't know how that works. You know, and you hear some guys say, oh, I, lo- I, I love my girlfriend. Oh, no, I don't like him, but, but why do you still do it? So we need to understand what commitment is, first of all. And if he's not committed to, or she is not committed to a time schedule, if he's not committed to little tasks, like, oh, I I am committed to this little task, maybe of getting to the office early. Or if not committed to a promise, or I promise I'm going to do this, he keeps failing on those promises. That person doesn't understand what commitment is and is most likely to cheat when he gets to a relationship. I'm going to close with this. Most people get into relationships with the mindset that they can change the person who cheats. There's nothing greater than that lie. Another myth is that when guys or ladies are single, they claim that oh, when they eventually see the right person and they get married, that they will stop cheating. It's a lie from the pit of hell. What you would not accept as a rich person, it is when you are seeking riches, when you are still in that state of, you know, not so wealthy, that you would learn those things. You start, you know, so the earlier you start learning loyalty and commitments the better for you thank you so much guys let me know what you think i'm sorry i went above the 20 minute mark but let me know what you think Hit out on me at me at what on whatsapp or anywhere or any of my social media handles and let me know what you think thank you so much guys help me share remember i love you guys but god loves you more bye